Tonight's episode of Dungeon Crawlers is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all of your gaming needs. That's right. Check them out at GamersInLehigh.com. Gamers Inn, where adventures begin. Query, Progenitor Unit HK-47. There is something we would know. Why were we created? Do we have a purpose? Why are we commanded to assassinate and kill? It's time. Time to power up. Power up. Autobots, roll out. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Let's get ready to rumble! And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio. We have the amazing, talented... um, People of Battle Bards on the show. People? They're people? Well, Ooh, a talented a- people. Yeah. Alex is so amazing that he is more than one person. Ah. That is yes. Yeah. Wow, that's the best reception ever in the history of time. Thank you. You can, you yes. can quote us on that, dude. Put it in your website. Use whatever <laughs> oh, you that's, want, like. that's going up on the wall. That's nice. Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Just um, uh, freaking uh, uh, yeah. a little bit of reference there, a little bit of a pat on the back. That's going yeah. up on the wall. Just let yeah. that be your daily reminder of success, my friend. Yeah. Beautiful. That or it can go on the business card. Yes. <laughs> Let's not Love get it. ahead of ourselves. I mean, if we're going to use it, we might want to, you know, not look like assholes. You know, there was actually, I went to a convention and there was these pe- people, uh, I can't remember which gaming company it was, but on their business cards that they introduced themselves, they actually had like plus 10 thief. And he was their, their sales guy. And, uh, you know, plus 10 wizard. And he was the guy that was invented the games and stuff like that. So it's kind of interesting the sales guy was a thief. But hey. Uh, whatever works for him. <laughs> Everybody has to have their own class. Like every team has to have their own class, right? Like yes. you guys, I'm sure you guys have discussed what classes you guys would be. No, actually, I don't or think maybe not. Oh, no, uh, yes. You know, We made very clear last week. I'm that's the right. Tank, so uh, that's right. We still did not do that. quite sure how he took it though. I, how are you I, doing, like, buddy? I looked like a tank. <laughs> we just need to get you a tower I will kill you and all. a warhammer. <laughs> Then you just charge in. I will turn on you in the next question. No, he will. He will. Yes. This is why I don't RPG with this kid very much. It's just like, okay, what are we going to do? I don't know. Maybe get a drink and dead. I Thanks, don't know. buddy. I'm glad and, you've been eyeing that sword. Segue, Battle Bards will provide my epic music while I kill you all. While yes. We game, so. <laughs> there you go. That's right. That's right. Everybody <laughs> else gets their death rows. Beautiful. Yep. It'll be a good time. <laughs> while people are trying to attack you, you have your backpack on right. with the speakers playing your Battle Bard music. Is that allowed? I love music so much. <laughs> A whole new level of LARPing yeah. just happened right there. <laughs> wow. All right. Well. Loving it. So, Battle Bards, is, is, it's out. It's available. It's You guys can go uh, find it now. And Battle Bards is, you know, as McKay was stating, is your soundtrack to your tabletop games. That's right. Yeah. So, Battle Bards is live. We were live as of uh, last week, uh, the beginning of February. 
And, uh, you know, we're taking it slow and easy. We're in our beta right now. There's a big way to go. We are nowhere near done. Uh, just, just a lot more tracks that we want to release. We have about 559 currently. But I got to tell you, that is the proverbial tip of the iceberg. There is a lot more that's not just in the pipeline. It's already ready to be published. We just don't want to overwhelm everyone right away. Uh, so that 559, look at that number to grow quite a bit in the next couple of weeks, in the next couple of months. Uh, and then we also have a little bit more work that we want to get done on the soundboard. The soundboard is in its um, infancy stage. It's in its inception stage. A couple little uh, bugs to iron out, as uh, any software rollout would have. And just a lot more features that we're going to be putting in. So what you're looking at now, you're going to want to check back. Uh, so, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks, uh, get in there, see what you like. Uh, got a ton of music, soundscapes, monsterscapes, sound effects, voiceovers, you name it. We got it. Uh, and then we're going to got got it more uh, in the next couple of weeks, uh, both in terms of functionality and audio. So, boys, this is just the start of what's Boom. coming. Dude, that's awesome. Let me throw a scenario at, the, at you then so we can kind of, you know, have a better understanding of what you guys are. So I'm sitting here in an RPG. You know, I'm the DM. I'm going through uh, my, with my, my uh, crew. We're going into a cave. It's very dark and dreary. There's probably a creature or something inside, and I'm explaining to them what's going on, what to be prepared for. How does Battleboards, like, amplify that experience for us? Oh, you're just giving me a playground here. Okay, first <laughs> of all, if you're somewhat in a cave... You have a couple choices here as a DM. Maybe you just want some environmental context to really have your players really feel like they're deep in the underdark, or deep in this underground hellhole or wherever the DM puts them. So something like a one of our cavern soundscapes where you can kind of hear an occasional dropping of pebbles from the ceiling into the stone. Ooh. You can kind of hear echoing wind blowing in the background. All those little bits that helps to add that contextual feeling uh, that, that immersive experience in gaming. And that's just environment, folks. We got a ways to go here. You mentioned a monster. Boy, uh, go ahead and choose one. We have a lot of what we call <laughs> monsterscapes. They are what, uh, soundscapes are for environments. They are, uh, focused on monsters instead. So perhaps there would be something like a, uh, a hill giant or a common giant in the background. So you can kind of put the volume a little lower and you hear him skulking about the cave, rustling around. You hear him torturing someone. You, as, as you're playing that cavern uh, soundscape, you could start to fade in that hill giant as a player start to get closer, as they start to make those listen checks. They start to kind of hear this monster in the background. Uh, perhaps there's someone else, an NPC or another creature that's somewhat closer, and he ambushes a party with a lightning bolt spell. Boom! You just hit him with that lightning bolt spell, ask for your saves. It's With the soundboard and with the massive array of audio we have, you're going to be able to bring all this audio gold right at your fingertips mm. with one button. You're going to have your custom playlist ready to go where you can help make all these various key moments of a role-playing experience that much more immersive. Does that answer the question? Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's a gist that of it. Awesome. <laughs> so how, did, how has you know a normal group, an RPG group, reacted to the storytelling with the battle board versus not with the battle board? Yeah, so we're getting a lot of the feedback coming in, and I think to, to sum a lot of it up, especially from the folks that aren't used to using uh, any audio in-game, was just like, wow, I didn't know audio could be kind of like it is in the movies. I didn't know gaming could be kind of like in the movies. I didn't mm -hmm. know audio could have that effect. 
And that's what we'll tell DMs is, look, when you're first integrating audio as an immersive tool in gaming, you don't need to score the whole thing. Don't worry. You, you don't need to handle everything. You would be surprised how just one spell effect or one NPC being narrated by a professional can just bring a whole new dimension to gaming. So instead of saying, oh, hey, so you guys want to go to the tavern. Oh, um, okay, well, uh, you guys go to the Red Buckle Tavern and they have some ale. Okay, that's okay. Or instead you can go, you go to a tavern, huh? Okay, let me find this voiceover. Boom, hit play. And now you have this professional, an actual voiceover artist give a greeting that just takes things into a whole other level. So voiceover artists, like what are their credentials? Like who are the kind of people you're bringing in to do so, yeah, folks like, for example, uh, Joe J. Thomas, who does the voice for the Skeleton King in Diablo 3. So we're talking about that level of talent. Nice. Yeah, we're not messing around. Dude, like, if I ever get this, like, I seriously want to have, like, a sound bar on each side of the table with, like, a subwoofer in everyone's lap and be like, get ready to feel, guys. Get ready. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine, like, for example, you can say, okay, hey, the BBG cast lightning bolt and uh, you failed your save, you get 20 damage. Okay, then there's the BBG cast a spell. You play this boom, and it just rumbles through the entire house. People are like, oh, my God, what the hell just happens? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what 20 damage feels like. Enjoy it. <laughs> well, and, and audio and sound it, it makes the game experience so much better. I mean, you're sitting there, you know, like you kind of said, yeah, you're walking down a mountain corridor, and suddenly rocks are thrown at you. And, you know, you can kind of accentuate that, but if you're saying, okay, you're walking down the corridor and you're hearing this, you know, the blast of the rocks flying around you. People are going to start reacting and, you know, that that fight or flight instinct kicks in and it's like, okay, this is serious. We got to we got to step up. I mean, it's the same way with movies. You know, if you're watching a scene and there's no music and they're just kind of wandering down an alley. okay, whatever, nothing's going to happen. But you have that same alleyway, even if it's light and you start having that creepy music coming up in the background everyone then braces something's going to jump out. Yeah. I think it like for me just observing what you guys are describing here is like I feel like it would trigger more instinctual responses if I'm like in a cave and I can hear the the drips coming down I hear like a in the back of the cave I'd be like oh crap I got to get out of here or I have to make a decision right now before I get eight. You yeah. know what I mean? And every now and then there's a there's a DM who has like the descriptive powers and the the accents and everything like that, and that can be really fun. But in my experience, like 99% of the time, they're just the same kind of book nerd that I am. It's like, well, um, you, you, uh, let, let me think. Um, maybe he he decides. Ah, no, wait. You know, and to have that instant reaction, I think is something that most of us maybe have never experienced. Which I am like super stoked to get into this. Like super stoked. Love it. Yeah. And I mean, look, and DMs have, GMs, DMs have so much on their plate. They, you know, they have to draft a session. They have to play God. They have to be arbiter for all the rules. And I know my players love me to death. I'm sure they just absolutely love my wench, uh, tavern, uh, voice because, you know, with my register, it just comes out really convincing. Yeah. That is, uh, that is, no, I, 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 Thank you. I, I do appreciate that. So, it, I, you know, maybe sometimes they don't quite buy it. So then that's why I'll go to an actual, oh, I don't know, an actual actor who is happens to be a chick, which is really cool. And she really pitches this kind of fantasy tavern greeting. I mean, there's just no comparison. I mean, it's just something completely different. You see your players engage with you in a way that they kind of just can't really just buy into when you've got a voice as deep as mine in that specific scenario. 
Um, so it, it just, it, it really helps to make gaming what it was supposed to be, kind of escapism, losing yourself in the fantasy of the moment. Um, and that's a lot of things that audio does, from voiceovers to ambiance uh, to those sound effects that we were talking about, you name it. It well, seems like it really expands the world, too. I mean, because you've got, what, maybe a group of five people in, in an RPG, a very standard, and when you hear the same person or, uh, relaying all the messages from everybody in the world, you know, it does feel a little bit closed in. You know, your imagination can stretch, and that happens for me quite a bit, where it's like, okay, you know, there's there's definitely a lot more people here. But when you can hear different people, different actors relaying what the information that you need to hear to continue your quest, it's like all of a sudden you've gone from these five people around a table to a world. And, I mean, just that's incredible. It's a very immersive is what it sounds like. And, I'm again, I'm going to say this a million times throughout, throughout the whole show. Like, I am super stoked to try this. Like, super stoked. Well, no, I appreciate it. And, and there's there's so much more fun you could have with the audio. Okay, setting the emotional context is one thing. Or setting ambiance is one thing. But look at audio as a tool. There's so much more fun you could have with it. For example, your players are in, like, the Sahara Desert. You know, the blighted desert with with bone-flensing wind just coming in and really acting as a barrier to not just communication, but, of course, as an actual danger, put wind track really loud and say, hey, this is what you hear. Good luck speaking to each other. And now audio actually becomes a part of the experience, like an actual mechanical part of the game. You know, you don't want your neighbors coming coming the cops on you, but, you know, you guys yeah, can do. get it where... Well, I okay, perfect. file that purport, dude. I want to be like, these RPG gamers are causing all kinds of problems in the neighborhood. <laughs> so, yeah, so... so uh, when you look at it as a set of tools, there is just so much that audio could do. And I've had my players, then, then they get into it. They're, they're screaming, you know, hey, there's something going on. What? I can't hear you because I'm just cranking the hurricane wind sound effects that we have. Um, so when you start looking at it that way, there's just so much you could do. So real quick, you know, so so what is Battle Bars? Number one, it's absolute premium top shelf audio. Every track that you see on there has to be earned, has to be auditioned for. It's reviewed. It's internally tested by veteran GMs. We really don't mess around. We're not like iTunes in the way in which we simply allow artists to post whatever they want. Boy, that is not true. Um, and speaking as the audio director who has to listen to everything several times, and we have probably over a thousand tracks ready to go. Uh, I will tell you that every single piece is dissected, scrutinized, analyzed, and everything. So that's that's one side. The other side is what we kind of touched on, the soundboard. You need the tools. I don't know how many times um, I've heard from uh, GMs that saying, look, audio and gaming sounds neat, but it's just not going to happen. Just not practical. DM has way too much on their plate. That's why we created the actual tools needed to inject audio in a gaming experience the way it needs to. In a way that it's very unobtrusive, that's very easy to do, and that's the soundboard, uh, which um, you know has been released, and we're still working on it. There's a little ways to go, but it's an absolute wonderful tool. Then there's the mixer, and guys, uh, the mixer just lets you do anything you want to do. Mm. You want to do, you want to crop a spell, you want to make a fireball spell into. Uh, you know, just the siege engine lobbing shot over. You want to add some rain on a forge forest soundscape. You want to have um, the uh, the eye monster who's blasting apart rock with uh, uh, a disintegration ray bring down a tower. You could just do whatever you want when it comes to the mixer as you layer and crop and rearrange these tracks to make your own tracks. You want a forest soundscape to lead into a desert soundscape because of teleportation spell, you'll do that in probably about seven seconds. 
and that's awesome. That's that's great because you really helped me okay. out a lot. What? Hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> it's so cool with the with the mixer and the soundboard because. Like, the problem with audio and gaming before is, like, well, you had to go look up the sound on YouTube, and you're like, wait, guys, I have a really cool sound for this, but it's going to take a second. Or, you know, on your iTunes playlist, but it seems like with this mixer and soundboard, you have, like, like hundreds and hundreds of options all available right there that you don't have to go around searching for stuff. It's all available right Well, I've, I've used other soundboards and stuff before, you know, like on an iPad or something. There's, like, a button where you can hit something for a reaction or, or music or whatever you want. But it's just, there's it's not organized in a way that's very, you know... It, it, you can't really rely on it when you're actually in gameplay because it's not laid out the way you need to to have instant access to it. And that's what I feel like is different with what they're doing is that you don't have to take the time away from the story to go look for something. You can stay in the realm of the story and, and let the storytelling become amplified. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with, with the soundboard, it's all arranged on playlists that you make. You set up the playlist whatever way you want to set up playlists. You want a playlist that's just music or just Dwarven music or maybe Session 36 that has combination of music, sound effects, voiceovers. However makes sense to you to organize your soundboard, you have complete control over it. And that's one of the beauties of this modular system. So if in a pinch you all of a sudden go, oh, crap, my uh, my players are in a city. i got to bring up some NPC uh, you know, voiceovers. You could just bring up that playlist in a second, have them all arranged the way that you want, even the order in which they're arranged, and just play them right away. The whole focus with that soundboard is, and, and, and this is coming from a GM that's been using audio in his games ex- extensively for 15 years. The whole mantra for that soundboard is KISS. Keep it simple, stupid, and make it quick. Make it fast. I don't want to waste time looking for a file. I don't want to waste time looking for the specific combination tracks I need. And I sure as hell don't want a Geico ad or some other, you know, panty shield lining ad to come up if I'm playing something on YouTube, which happens all too often. I need my audio now. I need it quick. And I need it in a way that makes sense in a, uh, with all everything that GM has to handle. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have it there at your fingertips and immediately going, it can stall the game. I mean, how many times are, you know, are people out there, are GMs that are like, all right, you're climbing up the stairs and you see the dark mist going over the floor. There's two giant golems and in the middle, and then, you know, you have to play that music, bum, bum, bum. And then you hear, and then you're like, oh, wait, hold on. Wait, where'd I put that? You know, and then, oh, yeah, and then you're scrambling around the whole. The whole moment is lost. Well, I mean, again, yeah. like RPG is all about telling stories. It's a storytelling yeah. format, which everyone gets to participate in. And I feel like having those sounds and everything available, you might actually be able to skip some of those descriptive oh, yeah. phases instead of saying, "Okay, now you're in a big cave and there's there's a monster inside and all that stuff." You just hit the sound, yeah. and they instantly know. Okay, so it's probably dark and dreary in here. There's obviously something in there, and the DM gets to skip that phase of the yeah. storytelling because it's already being relayed through the sound. And yeah. so I think that when you marry those together it amplifies the storytelling as well and yes. with the story because i think the story is the number one thing that you need to be concerned about when mm-hmm. hosting one of these kind of sessions and music and sound effects and atmosphere really amplify the emotions in that just like we were saying before with movies mm-hmm. like if movies didn't have sound or if they didn't have uh, a soundtrack or a score mm-hmm. like it would be stupid and i've talked to dan about this before but that scene in star wars at the very end of A New Hope where they're going down to get their medals and there's and a yeah, ceremony. The playing, yeah. And there's a version of it on YouTube, you guys should go check it out, where they took the music out and it's just the sound effects and it seems so boring and stupid. <laughs> well, uh, let's, just look, let's just look at the Force Awakens trailer, the very first trailer we saw. Okay, 
when we're watching, and then suddenly the Falcon comes out, and they mm-hmm. belt, you know, John Williams' theme song there. What would have happened if we just saw the Falcon and no music? I there? still would have peed my pants, but I get your point. <laughs> yeah, it just wouldn't have been as yeah, it wouldn't have been as cool. We just got we would have kind of gone the Falcon, yay! But it had so much more effect when we heard that music kick in right at that moment. What if there was no music yeah. during that scene in Lord of the Rings where Sam and Frodo are looking at each other and he's making that internal decision whether or not to keep the ring? Yeah. And it was there's no music. It's just them looking at each other at sensually each other, yeah. and sexually and awkwardly, yeah. and there's no music. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, it's important. Uh, you know, and, and you do have a point. You know, with DMs. You know, let's use the the cave example that Alex threw out earlier. You know, all you have to say now is. You walk, you enter a cave, and then just hit the soundtrack. You know, then they can kind of explore. They, you don't have to go describing the stalactites and the stalagmites and the water dripping because you have all that yep. there. Yeah. And now, man, you guys, you guys are hitting the nail on the head. I'm gonna hire you guys out to do some promos because uh, nice. you guys, you guys just get it. That, that's that's vu, bro. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> no, but that's so true though, and and that's exactly right. It's just um, you, let the audio do the work. You know, is kind of what what we're saying, and you know, or using the Star Wars example, go ahead and watch the opening crawl without John Williams and nope. have fun with that. Yeah, right. I you mean, mean, it's I'm just, just like here to read. We're just reading. <laughs> yeah. No, I came to a movie to not read. Right, and that, I mean that re- that really comes down why I had the vision for this company in the first place is why can't my games be like that? Why can't I elicit that same feeling in my players? You know, with Sam and Frodo with the ring and making that decision of throwing into Mount Doom. You know, that's what I want. I want my players to be at the edge of their seats, so ingrained in the character, so ingrained in the story, really feeling the game, not just rolling dice. And it turned out, you know, when I started experimenting with audio and gaming, that was the key. So I said, well, damn it, let's make this happen. That's awesome. And that's awesome, too, with the packages that you have available. With well, One of the biggest things is your music with no ads. I can't tell you how many times <laughs> we're playing a horror RPG and we've got some creepy music going on on a Pandora yeah. station. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, guys, Valentine's Day is just around the corner. And it ruins <laughs> the whole mood. Oh, yeah. Are you interested in a, a career in a massage therapy? Yeah. I am. I, I am Deadly Ghost. I, I Thank you for asking. <laughs> you know, you know. another example, if, if you want to see how music affects things, uh, The Wizard of Oz, after the third lion roar, you know, turn on uh, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon and listen to the whole album with Wizard of Oz completely turns the whole entire movie into a very much darker, creepier version of the movie. It's kind of awesome. Sound has a lot of power in stories, dude. It has a lot of power. When when we were interviewing GMs way back in the day about this idea, one of the things that we found is one of the least used types of audio in gaming was sound effects, which is... Kind of counterintuitive when you consider the effect that that could have in a game, like, you know, when you're unleashing a spell or a fireball. But as it turned out, they're like, look, it's not worth it. By the time, you know, that I find the file or I get the file to buffer or my laptop or my tablet actually goes to process the sound and use it, the feeling is gone. The moment is gone. And it's not going to be like, and the BBG waves his hands in intricate arcane style. And then he, wait, wait, hold on, wait. Okay. I mean, it's like it's it's over. It's gone. The the moment is 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 just gone. You need to have that ready to go. Where as soon as you're done with the narration, you just hear that ball of fire streak through the air and explode, and then you start dishing out damage. That's gaming on another level. Yeah. So that you brought up a good question. Uh, because of the soundboard and that, is there a buffering timer? As soon as you hit play, it just fires off. Everything is buffered when you bring up the playlist. Oh, even better. 
So it's, so you get the, you get the benefits of both worlds. Not only is everything streaming as far as just getting all the audio on demand, which is one of the, uh, ways in which obviously, um, this system is very well used on the tablet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also you could even just download the tracks. I don't know if you have your own soundboard or you just want to listen to it in your car. Or you just want to play it on your own media players. You can go ahead. You could, it's both streaming and download and you get access to both when you purchase a track. That's awesome. Very exciting. So, wow. Okay, so for those of you that want to up your game, literally, you know, literally up your your role playing experience, this is the way. Now, you guys right now just have fantasy tracks and stuff like that, but there's a possibility in the future looking into science fiction soundtracks. Correct? We're forcing you into this yep. conversation now. This is what this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. Knowledge of this before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, I just played a Firefly game over the weekend, and I wish I would have had some music to it. But I mean, my, my, my players hate me as it is already. But if I could have, that's put, why I showing up. You never even <laughs> never showed, showed up, up right? <laughs> but I mean, if I could have music, because I mean, there's at one point that you know the time was ticking, and I, I set my stopwatch down and said, okay, you have seven minutes to figure out how you're getting out of this building because you're locked in a secured room. Security is swarming on you. How are you going to get out? Go. If I would add some really cool music that was moving fast and kind of up the you know, well, what the, the tension and everything like that, I think that scene would have worked out so much better than everyone just looking at my clock and trying to talk amongst each other. I would so. kill all my comrades, and then when they came in the door, I'd be like, yeah, I stopped them. What's this? Uh, what's this? I hear of a reward. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to steal a prototype engine off of a building on the seventy-fifth floor. Yeah, I was up there coincidentally. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's. I was a janitor. You're the janitor. <laughs> All right. Nice. Yeah. So um, we're you know we we just launched a little while ago uh, with uh, the fantasy catalog, which will be growing by leaps and bounds here in the next uh, weeks and months. Uh, but yeah, there is some talk of actually starting to do a fundraiser for a sci-fi catalog without leaving the fantasy catalog. So the fantasy will be growing from here until hopefully eternity and will not be stopping for breath, even though we're hoping to bring on sci-fi as well. So the same type of ubiquitous audio that you're coming to expect from BattleBards would be also sci-fi. So you'd have music, you'd have something that we're calling shipscapes, sound effects, starfighter sound effects, capital ships, Stop stop teasing me, man. (laughs) (laughs) You'd have, like, key NPCs that you would expect, you know, like a bridge commander, an engineer, and the whole nine. Um, We have already plans. In fact, we're doing some uh, testing work on that already, so we've sourced some really killer sci-fi stuff already. That, yeah, as a sci-fi nerd myself, yeah, that that gets me uh, pretty aroused uh, hearing (laughs) some of that stuff that we've gotten. So, yeah, no, we're we're looking into getting that. uh, But we just don't want people to think that, we're going to be leaving fantasy. That's going to going to be our bread and butter, bread and not bread and butter, but no, it'll be uh, better that's, than bread and butter. That's what you're exactly. Getting. I totally it, get you, dude. Like we're on the same <laughs> wavelength here. That's that's going to be our hallmark for quite a while, um, and we just have so much more uh, that we want to do in fantasy. But uh, somehow, uh, even though I'm I'm already pulling 14 hour days, somehow I'm bringing we're going to be doing potentially sci-fi. I'm not quite sure how that's going to happen. Probably make a couple clones, uh, and then uh, we'll we'll bang that out. Dude, that's awesome. I love the format that you guys have together, too, because as far as I understand it, you're able to buy different packs as you go along. So you can start off with, like, a simple pack for your, like, absolute needs in RPG gaming, and then later on the road, if you're like, oh, man, you know, I really do want that tavern stuff, or I really do want, you know, the monster sound effects and stuff, those are available to pick up later, as well as new stuff you guys are pumping out, correct? 
Oh yeah, yeah, we're we're always growing the catalog. Uh, so either either you want to buy a whole album, so I want the entire uh, Common Giant Monsterscape album, or I just want just that one. You could do whatever you want, just buy exactly what you want and leave the rest. Um, you know, we don't cram anything down your throats. Um, it's it's really an open system. That's awesome. But you should get uh, everything else. That yes. would be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> if you really want to be prepared for, for everything, yeah. Um, and, and, and that's the thing. Um, we don't think we're ever going to be done with fantasy. And then, of course, when we bring on sci-fi, there's just, there's so much to do. Obviously, um, we, what I enjoy most of all is listening to the community, telling, letting them scream at me and tell them, uh, let them tell me what they want. Um, you know, and then we, we do some internal testing. Okay. What's going to be somewhat marketable? You know, what's going to be most accepted across all systems, but we do our darndest. In fact, I would say that a good percentage of everything that you currently see on battle bards is stuff that has been asked for directly from gamers. And we're going to keep doing that. I have to imagine, you know, the people on the internet are just so nice about it too. Like it must be like a really easy process getting all this feedback i'm just kidding i know exactly what you're talking about i have a youtube channel i get it but the fact is that you go through and you you adapt and you give them what you want and that's what's exciting is because like not a lot of people will do that they're like well we found a formula that makes money so we're just going to keep doing it even though you know it's not what you guys are asking for like this is exactly what we're asking for and i mean even us here at the table we're like oh we're all sci-fi gamers and stuff like that that's pretty awesome what are you guys doing with that you guys already have a plan in place because you've probably heard people saying we want sci-fi you want sci-fi and you're acting on it and that tells me that this product not just for like immediate future right now but in the prolonged future we're going to keep getting things that we're asking for which is very important to gaming very important you hear that ea are you listening <laughs> go ahead and take a page from these guys books because we're sick of your crap Thank you, BattleBards. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we, we even just go directly to survey. We actually post survey results and say, okay, that's what we're getting. So in our Kickstarter, uh, every time we would hit a, um, uh, uh, a new, what do you call that, stretch goal, we would say, okay, here are five of the options that have been gotten from you, from the community, and now the community tell us what do you want, and that's going into our books. Um, you know, we, we do that as much as possible. To be honest, there'll be some times where I'll try to get a, an album in that I think would sell really well just to make sure that we can keep the engine going and we can keep paying our talent. And to be honest, there'll be some times where I just want a track and damn it, I'm a part of this, so I'm just like, going to want it. That's part of being king, bro. Like, that's part of being <laughs> king. You do what you want to do, man. It doesn't, it doesn't happen often, but every, every now and then, for example, a track that I've really championed is I would love to one day hear, which god damn it, we're going to source it, is, um, a medieval fantasy monk monastery, like a D and D monastery with like deep throat singing or like Tibetan chanting, but with a fantasy overlay. Oh my gosh, that's something where I just said I I apologize to the gaming community here officially. I am very sorry, but that's something I really want to hear. So we're going to be sourcing one of those. Awesome, I think that's awesome. There's going to be a huge audience for people like stuff like that, and you know, I I don't know, man. Like I am super super stoked. As I've said twenty times this episode already, so freaking stoked. Where yep. where can we submit feedback and stuff too? Just you know, so we can go make some bots and like completely trash your Facebook page with well, sci-fi. Or I'm gonna, love it. I'm going to compliment it, actually. But, uh, compliment, <laughs> <not> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, no, find us on Facebook, BattleBot Facebook. Let us know what you want there. Uh, if you want to talk to me directly, I will tell you now. 
uh, that is okay. I am the audio director and executive director at BattleBard. So um, if there is a track you want, I'm the guy that you want to bother. And I'm okay telling you guys. You guys can reach me at SoulCollectorXX on Twitter. I read that all the time. That is open constantly. And uh, without hyperbole, every time I get a recommendation, no matter how far flung, I do write it down. Uh, and it's something that I'll pass around in internal testing. So right then and there, uh, you can go ahead and, and let me know what you want. You could also just go to, uh, uh, as far as Twitter, go on BattleBards, we're there as well, uh, and probably on a bunch of other social media places as well. But uh, that's that's not what I handle. You so write that all down. Everything. Dude, Everything. That's some serious moves. like character exp right there. Like I, <laughs> half of the comments I get on YouTube, like you can go f off, you can go f off, you're cool, you can go f off. <laughs> I, I'm still stuck on his 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 email address. Soul Collector. There's a. Uh, there oh, is so there's a these. hidden agenda to submitting your... <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yes, I need your true name when you sign up to BattleBards. Uh, so, Collector, that's the first uh, fantasy character I have ever created when I was 15. Nice. Very so nice. Everything has a little bit... There's some Easter eggs around uh, that has... Um, in some of the flavor text in BattleBards, uh, there's some Easter eggs laid around so you guys can find that, but... Um, Hey, like like you said, you know, when you're king, you can kind of sneak in a couple things, right? Oh Dude. yeah, every day, every day. It's awesome that you listen to the peasants, but like every day, because the only reason this thing exists is because the king decided the king wanted it in the first place. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm not going to make a tool that I wouldn't use, and exactly. you know, to to be you know, to, to be honest, it's it's really um, it's the gamers out there that give me the energy uh, to to do this. Um, you know, as, as you guys know, um, you know, almost anybody in the tabletop space, you're, you're, you're not in it for the money. We'll, we'll just have that clear right now. Boringly. You're in it because, <laughs> you're in it because you have a passion. You have a passion for the hobby. You have a passion for the game. And that's what really fuels us all here. Um, so when I get an email from someone that says, Hey, you know, by the way, use your audio and that's really helped my game. I print out those emails and I put them in the stack in my office. I really enjoy reading that because that's really why we're doing this. Sorry, sorry did you have capped your character XP for the day? I mean, you can tell me the stuff tomorrow. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. But that, that, that gets you through the day. You know, it's, um, doing a startup in this environment and this space is tough. And, um, what helps get through is every now and then I'll read those emails and be like, you know what? People really like this, and I like doing this, so let's keep going forward. Let's let's blow this out of the park. Nice. Hell yeah. All right, so where can the listeners find this amazing product? I mean, really, it is. They could go to BattleBards.com. We are live. You could check out some of the samples on SoundCloud, which we have some links there. Read up on a little bit of what this soundboard is, what the heck this mixer is all about. Check out some of the partners that uh, use us, that talk about us. Um, some to note, of course, is Dungeon Crawlers Radio, which yeah. is a partner of ours, and we are very, very appreciative of that. Um, That's weird because I've always heard they're assholes, but, I mean, whatever it is, man. Oh, hey, well. Oh, okay. I need to stop reading our Facebook page. <laughs> we we're we're also uh we've recently been mentioned on Critical Role, Matt Mercer's Critical Role, which was a huge honor. Um and uh, just kind of um do your due diligence uh and then if you have an idea that you maybe you want to use some of this audio, any of this audio in your games, register with us and um you could just preview everything. Don't take our word for it. You get to preview everything. Don't buy before you have a chance to know that's exactly what you want. And if you decide that hey, this is up your alley, Buy some credits and purchase whatever you feel like. Yeah. 
Dude, and I'm going to kiss your butt for like 15 seconds right here, okay? It's people and, and companies like you guys that start off, again, like you said, just because you've got a passion for it and you put so much work and time into this project that eventually it becomes a product, and that is the American success story right there, my friends. Consume this product. It is made by the games, by the gamers for the gamers. You're, you're spot on. This actually started as a personal project. You're spot on. This was the Realm Sound project by the Orange County Gaming Group, a group that I founded here in gaming. And we thought, hey, guys, um, do you think anybody out there would like premium audio? I don't know. Well, we do. So maybe we'll just get some money together and do it. And exactly what you said. We just got so much interest. We're like, oh, okay, so other people do dig this. Well, then let's create an engine that with enough money coming in and you know paying artists what they need to be paid to do top shelf audio, we'll just kind of sort of keep doing it that's pretty cool all right so with that said everyone go check this out you're not going to regret it if you're a gamer or even you know a game master or even just a player kind of thinking maybe of becoming a game master check it out dude this is the way i wish i yeah. started RPGing. if you haven't even if you've been thinking about RPGing, get this like this will set the bar high yes or something else to consider if you're a player and you just really want to add a little bit of spice to those fireball and lightning bolt spells that you've been dishing out, or you want to have an attack melee combo or an arrow combo. I'll tell you what, with the mixer, you could string up any combo you want. If you're a uh, Eldritch Knight or you're a spell sword and you're going to do you know, one swing with a battle axe followed up with a shocking grasp, if that's your thing... That might take you, oh, I don't know, maybe a dozen seconds on the mixer to set up. Makes your own track. It makes a track based on your mix. And whenever you pull out your signature combo, guess what? You hit one button and there you go. Everyone knows that you just laid down the hurt. Yes. Nice. I want you to feel the pain, gamers. I want uh, you to cry. All righty. Well, we are out of time. So thanks again for coming on the show. It's always a pleasure. Um, again, Battle Bards, check them out. It, it's going to be worth your time. It's going to be worth the money, and it's really going to up your game. Cool. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good Always a pleasure. One. Take care. Deadpool. Suck it, nerds. Hey, Dungeon Crawlers fans. For those of you that have been trying to find our show, guess what? We've moved. That's right. We've moved to another location. All you need to do is... Go into your search browser, if that's iTunes, Stitchers, or whatever you're using, and search for Dungeon Crawlers. You'll see the new logo. New and, logo. And be able to see dragon. all of our episodes, all of our latest episodes, as well as the old episodes. Probably right now, all you're seeing is the old ones and haven't seen any new content, so that's the best place to go. So once again, just remember, that all you need to do is do a new search for us, Dungeon Crawlers, on iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere else you're looking, and find the new episodes. We're putting out three episodes a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and they're only 30 minutes long. That means you can sit and listen to us during lunch and not have to wait till later. Yay! I remember, look for the brand new logo. It's the Silver and Red Dragon logo. That is the new channel. Lots of fun stuff on it. And also make sure you check us out on Facebook. We have a lot of contests always going. Sweet prizes. Sweet nerd prizes. Nerd stuff, geek stuff. And check out our, our older episodes on the new channel. We talk a lot of Star Wars, Pokemon, new movies, stuff like that. Pretty awesome. Yes, it's all there. Definitely.